0: Welcome to the Mortgage and Mindset in Minutes podcast with host Tiffany Rose, where you'll get a little on mortgage and a lot on mindset. Because with anything in life, you can only do it with the right approach. Tiffany Rose went from average earner to seven figures and beyond lifestyle by using the insight she shares. The Mortgage and Mindset in Minutes podcast with Tiffany Rose demonstrates that gratitude and attitude are your ticket to powerful success.
1: Everyone, this is Tiffany Rose with Mortgage and Mindset in Minutes, and today we are here with Cassandra Niklevsky. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you, Tip? Great. So, thank you so much for being with us. I can't wait to hear your story. And this is a real estate agent, everybody. But she has a really cool background. I wanted to hear how she got into the business, what she did before, how she made her business success, and of course, we always talk about the mindset piece of it. So that's always an exciting thing to talk about, like how do you keep pushing forward and how do you best serve your clients and all of that. So we are going to get going. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, cool. So tell us a little bit about your background and how long you've been in the business regarding the real estate. And then we'll go back a little bit further on what you were doing before. So tell us about your real estate.
2: Sure. I'd love to. So my name is Cassandra. I am a residential real estate agent in Folsom, California. It's the greater Sacramento region. So we're supporting mostly families that are looking to move within the area. I've been doing this for about 10 years. I have a corporate sales background and just kind of an interesting work balance that took me to this place in life. But I've been doing this full time, I would say about eight years, but in the business for about 10 years.
0: And
2: I have two little boys and married to a firefighter. So it's been a whirlwind, but it's really, really fun. Oh, yeah. Because
1: you're by yourself some of the time raising the kids, right? Because he, yeah. he's gone a couple, what, two, three days
2: a week? Yeah, he's gone for 48 hours. And then they tend to be short staffed with happening in the economy and people retiring. So I'm on my own two to three days and definitely have had those kids in the back seat watching a movie while I'm not showing property. So. Oh my gosh, what it takes,
1: right? To be a working parent and exactly. yeah, especially on those days. Although I will say some of my friends have firefighter, not to digress everybody, but firemen husbands and they're like, it's great for the marriage because we get a little bit of time away and then we like spend a lot of time together on the nights that he's home. So some people actually love it. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Tiffany. I never want to be away from my husband ever. Yeah. Whoever does. Who oh does? So there might be a little bit of truth to what my friends say. So. Maybe, a little bit. <laughs> all right. So you are a working mom, real estate business, about 10 years overall. And what's the name of your company?
2: So I work for Dream Real Estate. We actually just rolled out our own company here in Sacramento. So it's a big deal. We have our launch perfect timing because it's next week. So we just finished all of our branding and all of our swag and signs and everything. So it's a pretty exciting time for us. It's a lot of work, right? Getting all the branding and all of that going. Yeah, it's, it seemed right at this point. I've worked for some of the biggest real estate companies in the world, Keller Williams and Realty One Group. I have worked for boutique firms. I opened my own franchise at one point, which nothing ever seemed to be just exactly the right match for me. And now being able to brand our own company and just have an entity that I can have people work alongside of me instead of for me or under my name was just really the intention of it. And I love your,
1: the name. So there must be a vision behind that, right? Do you want to tell us about that?
2: There's definitely a vision. When we were thinking about naming it and really where we wanted to go with it, the idea of you hear people say like, dream property, dream house, dream this. And I think in some people's mind, they consider that more luxury Like, Oh, my dream would be to have this house in Malibu or this gigantic house, but it's not everyone's dream. So the idea behind the name is really whatever your dream is. Maybe you want to own an apartment complex or a corporate building, or you want to be a landlord and you want to own 10 rentals, or maybe you just want your own home. You're downsizing, you're upsizing. So the idea is to allow people to follow their dream, whatever that is. And then, of course, we have to be the dream team behind it.
1: And I love interviewing people like yourself because you really are, you know, of course, we do these things because we want to talk about how's the market, which we'll get to and what that means. And it depends on, you know, who you're talking to, but we'll get to that. But I love talking to you because you're putting a human behind the business, behind the real estate business and how you come up with the name and just the name itself is amazing. So you wanting to serve your community and helping, that's really what we should be doing in the mortgage business and the real estate business. I think sometimes the bar is really low for people in our industry and you almost forget that there's a human behind it, right? That working mom that has the kids in the back that just wants to serve the community and help as many people as possible. So I love talking to people like you.
2: Thank you. It's important. It's something that I think if we're in this kind of service industry and we're working with families, it's not an entity. It's not a computer that we're selling or a widget, you know, it's people and emotions and feelings and Sometimes we're dealing with people who are going through horrible divorces or they've had a death in the family or they're having major financial crisis. So there are all facets, as luxurious and fun as it is, it can be very rewarding helping somebody through a very difficult time as well.
1: Absolutely. And you were talking about briefly, which makes sense because you kind of have to be like a psychologist in this business. So you were telling me a little bit about your background, what you did before real estate. So tell us a little bit about that.
2: Sure. I was actually just talking to somebody else and they're doing an article on me. And so it was kind of like digging into how I got here. And I don't know that you always think about that in your day to day life. But when I was a kid, I always wanted to be a counselor. It was my dream in life to help people and listen to all their problems. And how do I help them problem solve? And so I went to school, I have a psychology major. And when I was in my early 20s, I was actually working with teen girls that had substance abuse problems and were in abusive relationships. As a young 20-something-year-old woman, as you can imagine, it was pretty heavy. And as much as I loved it, it was a little too heavy for me. So I kind of stumbled into a recruiting and staffing company where I helped people find new jobs. And then when I moved to Sacramento with my husband, there was a big company called Webex, which people have heard about it because it's online meetings, much like Zoom nowadays. And I helped people meet online like we are now instead of traveling and being away from their family. So everything I've done in my career thus far has been some element of helping people. And now in real estate, I would say it's not a good day unless somebody cries right? It's either a lot of times people are so happy because they got the house uh-huh. they wanted. They are crying because they're so scared to get the house or not get the house. It's a very fine line about emotions. You know, it's the biggest decision of your life, and the biggest financial decision. And there's a lot of pressure behind it as exciting as it is.
1: It is very emotional. And it's funny, you just triggered something when I wanted to go to college, I took psychology classes, because that's what I wanted to do. But Then I had to read history and I had to do all this other stuff to get through college. I couldn't just go, at least at the time, I didn't think I could just go and be a psychologist. But it's weird because I think people like us, I get into this business. We actually do love to counsel and help people through, like talk them off the ledge. We have to do that a lot in our business. I just told my client the other day okay, when you're buying a house and you're doing all this, it's kind of like being in labor, but the second it's over, the baby's out, you get the keys to the house and yeah. the pain's gone and you're just so happy. And they're like, that's a good analogy, but yeah. it helped them kind of realize like, this is kind of painful when you're going through the process, it can feel very stressful. And you need somebody that's a leader like yourself and understands the psychology aspect of it. And you know, people need a little handholding. No one wants to work with like a hardened heart through the whole, you know, give me this paperwork and do this. We don't care how you feel just I need the money and we're not in it truly. I know for myself, I'm not in it for the quote unquote, for the money. I love what I do. And I know that you feel the same way. So it's cool that you transitioned into some of that. You can take your passion with you. Into this real estate career. So, good for you. I,
2: I do think that's important to stay grounded. You know, I was looking at my numbers and I just hit $150 million in real estate sales and I feel very proud of it. But I'm still the same person. I live in the same house that I bought when I moved up here from the Bay Area. You know, I drive my mommy car, you know, it's, I haven't changed. And I think that's important in your core, even though you're doing well, and you're successful, if you still focus on your family values, for me, it's you know my faith, my family, and then, you know, my health, even and then my career. And I think people respect that. And if you stay true to that, then you will always be successful.
1: Oh, amen to that. I love what you just said. Now, speaking of the market, you know, we always get that million dollar question. So hey, Tiffany, how's the market? So Cassandra, How's the market up there in El Dorado Hills?
2: Well, the market is great. I always say that. So there's some caveats to that. So the market as a seller right now is incredible. Typically, if you're a seller and you say the market is incredible, that's not always a good thing for buyers. However, with the mortgage rates being as low as they are, I still think it's an incredible time. I tell people I feel like it's stealing money because interest rates are so low. Mm -hmm. So it's still an incredible time to buy. And I think the perception that people can't get in and buy a house right now is a misconception. We have about 50-50 as far as local people moving within the community and then Bay Area people coming. I think the misconception is that everybody has cash and just everyone's throwing around a million dollars cash. It's not true. There are many people that are still getting loans. There are still many opportunities to get in on homes. Yes, sometimes houses are going for A hundred or two or three hundred thousand dollars over, but that is not every scenario. So it's a great seller's market. To answer your question, it's a good buyer's market for a lot of different reasons. It's competitive, but it's not unattainable. Yes,
1: and you know, I just had you're right. I just had a client that made many, many offers, and it was zero down. But you know what? They finally got in one, and it it really only took a few months. It wasn't like they've been trying for years or something. And I did tell them, hey, if you wait for the market to drop or things to slow down, interest rates may go up. So you're waiting for maybe a $20,000, dollars $40,000 drop or more. But if you look at the payment in the market, if you wait for a house that's $50,000 less, but the rate's 1% higher, you're going to be in the same boat. And who's mm-hmm. to even say that that perfect world's going to happen where the market is going to drop and you lose another year of tax write-off. And you may change plans and decide, you know, I'd never mind. I just don't want to buy a house. Then your mindset changes and then you don't take action for your family and to make your dreams, you know, right. come through of home ownership. So there's always a deal in every market, right? If you just keep searching and you work with the right agent.
2: There is. And that's something that I wanted to touch on too. And part of while we're together is just to educate your clients and just people in the world that are interested in real estate and buying. So especially in our market it is very competitive. We have low inventory. Folsom has 80,000 people. El Dorado Hills has 80,000 people. So you're looking at two communities of about 150,000 people in population. We have about 100 houses on the market. And then you have local people who want those houses, Bay Area people who want those houses, and then just people coming from other states and that type of thing. So as competitive as it is, there are ways to get your offer accepted and it's presenting a package. So number one for even entering properties anymore is one out of two properties are requiring a pre-qualification letter even to get in the door. So I always encourage people to get pre-qualified, not I mean, it's just the basis is so you understand what you can or can't afford. Right. To have your pre-qualification letter. So, because that's part of the package and three, even to enter the properties. And then knowing a local agent because we know how to maneuver around in the community and we know other agents that we have, rapport poor and reputation with them. Writing strong offers, but then also having your agent understand what's important to the sellers. It's not right. always about top dollar. I think that people find that, oh, I just want to throw a hundred grand at this house and oh, I didn't get it, I wonder why. Well, maybe the sellers needed to rent back for another 30 days because their house isn't ready. Or you know maybe it's really important that you pay their closing costs because they've had that paid in the past. There are a lot of details behind the offer other than just throwing extra money at it. So I think it's important to have your agent and your lender understand what's happening with that specific sale so you can position the offer correctly.
1: That is very, very good point because I think some agents, they're just racing around. I used to see some of the agents and I worked at Wells Fargo. We had a real estate company below us and I would see the parking lot. I always knew it was a realtor because they'd be running and like dropping papers. It's like on the (laughs) phone and it just be like, it looked very chaotic and frantic. And that's like generally like used to be my perception of like every realtor, which obviously that's not the case, but sometimes realtors and people in general are just in a hurry and they don't Take the time to say, you know, as pertaining to the real estate, uh, what we were just talking about, ask the seller. You don't have to do a 14-day close if it's an older couple and they're panicking because they don't want to be out of their house in 14 days. So you have to make sure you write the right offer. And like you said, don't always need to throw money at them. Maybe closing quickly is more important than getting top dollar because they're in contract to buy a house and it's this chain reaction. So you really have to know who your sellers are. And on the lending side, because obviously I'm a mortgage lender, I will always encourage my borrowers, regardless of the closing time, get your stuff in ahead of time. Don't just fill out the app and have me pull credit and beg me for a pre-approval letter. You want to upload your bank statements. You know, if you have rental properties, mortgage statements, tax returns, W-2 uncover all of that because I just had somebody that got into contract and they finally gave me their tax returns. They have a side job. They never mentioned, didn't put it on the application and they took a huge loss. It's a car business that yeah. they buy and sell used cars and they took a loss so they could not have to pay so much on their regular taxes every year. But that ate into their W-2 income, the deal was done. I couldn't yeah. do it, but I didn't yeah. know that because they didn't, it was just new information. There's no way I could have known that until I, they mentioned it in conversation when we were on the phone and they're already in contract yeah. and it was zero down and they bought one over five other houses. So those are why I always encourage clients. I know we're in a hurry. I know we found you know maybe the house of our dreams, but You've got to hurry up and do all of your paperwork ahead of time. And it's ripping the bandaid off. You know, it's do it now or when you're in contract and you're packing and moving and looking up school districts and panicking. So I um, agree.
2: And I will tell you that when we have offers that are submitted and we get 10, 15, 20 offers on a property, I call every lender that we're considering accepting the offer for it. And if they have said that they wrote the pre-call and the paper supporting paperwork isn't in, then they go underneath somebody else who's already submitted all of their paperwork in the lender and confidently speak to their financial stability. So I agree with that. I 100% think that that puts a buyer in a better position to get their offer accepted.
1: So if you're a potential home buyer listening to this, make sure you took notes on that, you know, of course, reach out to us and we'll help you with that because it's so, so, so important. And it's not because we're being a pain or picky. We really, really, really want to make sure it's not, painful for you, especially when you get your eye on that house and your offer is accepted and you're thinking that the key, it's done. You're getting the keys in 30 days and that's it. And I have to tell you that you can't qualify for the house. That is just heartbreaking. So we don't want that.
2: Right. Or what I have is people say, I don't want to do the pre-qualification stuff with so much paperwork. Let's just go look so I can see what's out there. And then we stumble upon their dream home. And yeah, then they're not even ready. And they're accepting offers the next day and we're behind the boat. And it's yeah. we would call it the one that got away, right? Absolutely. So I have so many clients who've said, Oh, I love my new house. But remember that one that we saw the first time that we didn't yeah. get because we weren't ready. So there's a lot of that. And in this market, you know, things are not lasting. We're seeing yeah. houses go pending in 48 to 72 hours. So you just have to be right. ready.
1: Yeah. And I do rapid rescores. They didn't allow us to at my previous bank I was at, but at Guild Mortgage, we can help with credit if there's something incorrect on there, or if you need to pay down a credit card and it's going to get you a 700 instead of 680, it's going to be a better rate, lower payment, and we need time to do that. So a lot of cool things that we can do. So it sounds like for you up there and really all of in California, there's a deal in every market and you've got the right platform, the right team. You have Heather. Working with you, right? So we got to talk about your
2: team really quick. So uh, Heather Powers, she's amazing, right? She's an incredible person. Uh, Heather has me so organized. I feel like when you were describing the person with the phone and the papers and everything, that was me. So there's a lot of deals being juggled. There's a lot of phone calls coming in. There's contracts going out. And I am so fortunate to have Heather Powers on my team. She is my right-hand person. She's our ops director. She has our calendar dialed. She has all the paperwork dialed especially in today's market with COVID. I mean, there's so much additional paperwork out there to protect the buyers yeah. and sellers. You can't just walk into a vacant home anymore like we used to be able to, right? Somebody would yeah. call me and say, hey, I just wonder what this house looks like. Can we stop by after work? That's not the case. Now you need an appointment. You need to sanitize it. Yeah. Everybody has to find their paperwork before they go in to say they don't have COVID and they're not going to sue anybody. So yeah. Heather is on top of that. She's managing our leads. It's so important to have a person who's there because I'm in a meeting, but somebody else is feeling stressed and they have a question that they want responded to, and she can pick up the phone and call them and put their mind at ease. So, and you know, for clients, they want to work with somebody that has a team.
1: I know there's misconceptions about that. And even myself, when I started to build my team years ago, I had to excel myself on it's okay to not pick up the phone every time, it's okay to have somebody following up and doing update calls weekly and and it not being my voice. Because when you have a team, things don't fall through the cracks. You can't possibly do it all on your own. And it's better if the client experience is better. So trust me, you know, again, for people listening, if you haven't worked with someone yet on a team and you're afraid of that, you want that. Anybody who can answer the phone all the time, they don't have enough business, which means they may not
2: be that great at their job. So you definitely want the team experience, right? Yes. And then yeah. we also have showing specialists, which is important too. And then we have a buyer's agent. So it gives us just legs, right? We have legs, we have people that come and they show up last weekend, we have this family that showed up from Monterey, and they wanted to look at 30 houses in three days. And then we have our other clients that we already have appointments for. So we have people that all they do is show property, they love getting out there talking to people, they open the door, they're licensed real estate agents, they show the property, And then the way that we set it up is if you go and you look at a property and I couldn't be there for whatever reason, because I already had another appointment. If you love the house and you want to make an offer, of course, you'd like to have my eyes on it and my expertise. So later that day, I buzz in, I see the house, and then I'm able to run the comp, sit down with you and say, okay, I've had my eyes on the house. You like the house. I like the house. These are what the comp support for the house. And this is the offer that I think we should write. So it allows you to get still get into the property in a timely manner because if I'm busy on Saturday, I don't want you to miss out and then come Sunday they've already accepted an offer and you're looking at me like, well, I like a person who's busy because that means you're successful, but I don't want you to be too busy for me because yeah. then I miss out on houses. So it's really a balance. And that is where the team support comes. Yeah. Absolutely. So how does somebody contact Cassandra and her team? Oh well you can call me, email me, I'll send over all of my information. Obviously, you can Google us, and we're under Dream Real Estate. And but I'll be happy to put my information out there. Or you can follow us on Instagram. My Instagram is realtor Cassandra Nick N I K at the end. And we would love to hear from you and help you with your real estate needs. Even if you want to call and just ask us some questions, I always tell people just call us, have a conversation. We are not pushy. We won't harass you. We don't need your name and phone number and email and start calling you all the time. I think the biggest part of what we like to do is educate people. And then if you choose to work with us after that, because we like you and you like us, because it is a two-way street. It's a very intimate process and we work together for a long period of time. And if we decide that it's a match, then we'd love to earn your business.
1: That is great. And you do put out great content. I checked out your Instagram and uh, it's awesome. Awesome. What you're growing on the social media platforms and, that is the way of the world now. As painful as it is for me to learn all the different platforms, I had to do it. So Hey, we just got it. on
2: TikTok too, and we're having a lot of fun with it. So, oh my goodness. That's gotta my get, your, next... get your dancing
1: shoes on, Tiffany. Oh get ready. Oh my gosh. That is my next one I wanted to look into. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to be a jack of all trades, master at none. So I have to just <laughs> capitalize on Facebook and understand it and YouTube and nurture my podcast. And yeah. TikTok looks so fun. I can't wait. We'll do one together. You have to gotta do me. it. Well, thank you so much for being with us. And thank you everybody for watching and listening and all the links will be attached to this podcast.
2: Thanks everybody. Have a great day. Thank you.
0: Tiffany Rose is the author of the best selling book, The Universe is Speaking, available on Amazon. Tiffany has a gift just for you that will help you line out daily goals for creating your ideal universe. Go to TiffanyRoseFreeGift.com and also subscribe to the Mortgage and Mindset in Minutes podcast. Tell your friends and family about Mortgage and Mindset in Minutes with Tiffany Rose. Thanks for listening.